Welcome to Fuji Love. This is the show that is all about the Fujifilm X-Series and GFX cameras, but more importantly, it's about the photographers who love to use them. I'm Mark Sadowski, and this show is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm X-Series and GFX, whether it's news, interviews, and so much more, head on over to fujilove.com. Subscribe today. And now, on with the show. Well, it's that time of year again where Fujifilm announces a brand new product, a brand new camera, and that brings the Fujilove magazine crew to come together, bring the, 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 the Avengers together, and have a great roundtable discussion to talk about what's new, what's great, what isn't great, and share our thoughts. So joining me this week, we have Jared Quackenbush. He is a returning contributor. He is an amazing videographer, photographer, and Jared, how's it going, man? It's been a little bit. Yes. Excited to be here. Thank you, Mark. Right on. And coming back to the show is Fred Ranger. You may know Fred from Fuji Love's uh, YouTube side, and uh, he is a YouTuber, writer, amazing photographer. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thank you for having me back. Happy to be here. Awesome. So let's uh, spend this time first. Uh, Fred, your Instagram, man. What, what, what was up with the what was Sony that you were holding? <laughs> well, <laughs> how, how badly the- was he? Yeah, how badly was your? Th- th- this is a this is an intervention with. <laughs> well, I, I I will say that uh, I had an upcoming trip to Italy and um, wanted to shoot video and photos and and I will admit that the the XH2S wasn't out when I was planning the trip. So, anyways, I wanted to have a, a hybrid solution. And um, here's the, here's the thing, though. So my, my girlfriend shoots all Fuji XE4, XT4. So I do have access to the Fuji gear still if I want to. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to have that. Uh, and by the way, that the, the whole plan of the trip was to shoot film. So I ended up shooting yeah. most of the stills with the with the Leica M6 uh, until Fuji Film, you know, brings back a, a, a film camera. Um, I, I, I again, I'll shoot Leica M6 uh, uh, for the rest uh, of of uh, of the story. But um, yeah, so it was it was a uh, it was a way to to have the kind of hybrid, uh, quote unquote, best in class uh, uh, option with with the Sony. Uh, I will admit that I was missing some of those Fuji vibes and Fuji film um film simulations and so on and so forth but in the end hey it's not it's not the camera it's it's the, <laughs> the cameraman and the camera operator so hopefully i did a good job at uh, capturing the scenes in in front of me it is all good man and i can't wait to see uh what you come out with the, your your trip to to italy everybody subscribe to fred ranger and, and uh stay tuned because it's going to be it's going to be awesome uh, you, the, if it's anything like the photos you've shared uh, man, I, 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 I can't wait. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so gentlemen, the XH two, uh, there's, there's no moniker after that. It is, uh, the brand new camera, uh, that they had announced early on 
Um, but now it's come to fruition. This is uh, unlike the X-H2S, this is a camera that is focused on power. And with that is the 40 megapixel uh, X-Trend 5 sensor. Uh, it is uh, not the stacked sensor like the, the S model. This is uh, uh, entirely different, but it has uh, a lot more megapixels. Um, the video capabilities, while this is not a camera that can uh, track as fast and can't capture the, the, the motion as fast. Uh, it is capable of 8k video. And, uh, so, so what we have, what we lack in speed and accuracy, we make up for in a whole lot of detail. Um, let's, uh, Start at the top. Uh, Fred, what do, what do you think overall of the X-H2? Well, first off, I was actually um, surprised that they could fit 40 megapixel on APS-C sensor. But, uh, yeah. but man, I mean, that, that, that 8K oversampling, 4K recording, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing Jared, who's the, the real filmmaker in the house, uh, talking a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm. uh, but overall, I think it's the... Uh, the quintessence, like we say in French, of APS-C sensor. I mean, th th it's backing so much technology that, you know, a one 1,800 uh, of a second, 160 megapixel with the pixel shift that I haven't tried yet, but I, I do want to try that out. 8K, 30P. I mean, all those specs is just making that uh, camera very, very unique. And also, uh, I, I did tell you, uh, Mark, uh, back then, when we first chatted about the XH series, that grip, that body, uh, for me, that that's the best uh, the best grip you can have on a, on a on a Fuji system. So all that being considered, I understand that there's some concerns about low light and because it's 40 megapixel on an APS-C and so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, I think it's just a a, a tour de force that they did to put a 40 megapixel high resolution sensor on that smaller. Um, sensor and having all those specs so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what creators are, are using it for and and maximizing the capacity of that uh, that beautiful uh, beautiful machine yeah jared how about you uh after looking at the specs um what, what do you what do you think well my xh2s came in the mail this week the oh. day this was the day this was announced and i was like did I did did I get the right camera? Actually, <laughs> um, no. I was very impressed with it, and I think just one of the things that I was excited about is, I think for me who has many different Fuji bodies, sometimes there's not enough differentiating them one from another. You know, um, from my XT2 to the XH1 that I had to. Uh, it just different, you know, a lot of the sensors were the same. A lot of the features were the same. So I was curious what they were actually going to be able to come out and what they could offer, come, you know, that is significantly different. And this is a significantly different camera that offers a lot of the same benefits, but also some really unique ones. 
So now I get to play the game of, do I get one? Do I have one of each? And what do I use those tools for? But overall, um, I think it's great that we have to make these kind of tough decisions. So uh, I'm just excited to uh, see more real world usage, reviews, things like that. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll pull the trigger. I am really impressed with the XH2S. Um, I was late in the game in trying out the camera. Um, I, I have one that I'm borrowing from uh, Fujifilm. Uh, they, they were kind enough to let me uh, play with it. And what I thought was going to be just like a beefier X-T4 really has me impressed. Um, one of the first things that, that, that caught my attention was just how snappy it is to, to uh, lock onto a person. Um, it is far better than, I, I had imagined uh, like before it was just a thing that the, the camera was able to do, but no joke. I mean, this thing, at least from my point of view, didn't lose track of a person uh, until they were completely turned around. And uh, even then it maintained stability uh, until the person turned back around. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm excited to see how this body and this sensor kind of does at that as well after seeing some more reviews, some real world, world, real world testing. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. And more importantly, like just the way it can keep up with animals. Uh, when I set this to, uh, dog and like, like, like uh, dogs and cats, like it did not lose focus on my crazy Australian shepherds. And <laughs> that, I have one of those two marks. So, uh, yes, <laughs> if it could do that, you know, yeah, it's fine. That alone impressed me. Like my, my dogs hate being photographed and I was just messing around in the bedroom and I, I used the tilty screen and I kind of shot blind just to uh, reach an angle where my dog was trying to hide her face. And, uh, and I was able to rely on the, the, the autofocus to, to catch the eye and uh, stay with, stay with my dog. And sure enough, the photos came out. Well, while they didn't come out good at all because my the lighting in my room stinks and uh, my my place is a mess right now, uh, <laughs> it was able to capture my dog. My dog came in focus, and that's uh, something that I've always struggled with. Um, so, seeing that the S model was able to do it, I'm very curious to see how good. Um, the 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 regular model is because mm -hmm. um because i do a lot more portraiture what portraiture work 
Yeah. And so the extra detail is going to be just so much better. Um, and, and like, yeah, like you said, the grip, the grip is amazing. Um, I had no idea how much I, I, I missed that. Um, but you know, I, I had, I have a good grip with the XT four and then this one just much, much, uh, bigger and, uh, Mm. definitely, uh, very comfortable to hold. Again, the only thing that I'm missing is is the extra dials. Um, Mm. but do you, I, the, do you enjoy the dials, Brad? Yeah, I, again, if it's for, for photo, absolutely. I, I miss the dials. But if it's for video, those C1 to C7 custom modes are, you know, coming in clutch. And I, I think that's that's the, the way forward. Uh, mm. A lot of pissed off people, to be honest, uh, that they removed the dial. But hey, I think, Jared, you said it best. You have so many choices now. You can still buy the very good XT4 if you want to. It has all right. the dials and everything, and I mean, we all know the NXT five is coming um, shortly. I don't have any inside information, but that's just the, the way it is. Um, but yeah, so if you're if you're a videographer and you want speed and accuracy, autofocus, and bird and animal and so on and so forth, like you said, Mark, XH two S is the way the way to go. If you're more in, you know passive type guy for photography, XH two. If you want those dials and and have the retro feel, XT4. So again, I think they they they're very clever on that front. So they're covering all the bases. If you want a film like analog experience, guess what? There's still the X Pro Three, and we all know there's an X Pro Four coming up. So uh, the, the the those guys at Fujifilm, they 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 really understood that. You know, if they start reverse engineering the photographers and the videographers' mind and 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 objective, they could possibly cover the whole thing with that. Again, core, which is the sensor, which is very good and the best out there on the APS-C front. So, uh, so very clever, very clever way of running a business. And I think they uh, they just offered two very interesting choices for both uh, filmmakers and, and photographers. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, f- as a filmmaker, uh, how much? What w- what do you think of the difference between? Uh, the the capabilities of the XA the the S model versus uh the 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 power that you're going to get and the the extra resolution that you're going to get from the non S version. Um, yeah, good question. I mean, so for those of you who don't know, I I have pretty much shot exclusively video on Fujifilm cameras for the last five years. So Mark, I don't have anything else to compare it to. I'm used to shooting on these sensors, right? With this detail, I know what I'm getting. Um, yeah. We usually train our shooters to set the cameras up to get the best look straight out of camera. Um, you know, so, you know, we don't, we can turn around our projects quicker with color grading. So we try to get it in camera so when I look at something like this with maybe detail and 8K, I I don't know how I would use it all. I don't know what to expect. You know, I think it's something that I would have to get and test and try and see how it would work. But um, 
you know, I, I'm I'm still even with my I, I've been in in a couple of days. I've shot several videos already with and a ton of photos already um, with the XH2S, and it's still taking me quite a bit to figure out. I'm a dial guy, even with video. So uh, <laughs> there's been a a lot of figuring out and a lot of yes swearing and a lot of where do I find this or why can't I just but I'm having a good I'm I'm looking at it very positively having a good time figuring out how to you know how to learn to shoot I think the one thing I've noticed already um I'm not I I don't get as many compliments already. Everybody loves those retro looking cameras that I, that I come to video <laughs> shoots with. It's funny. You guys, uh, uh, you know, I'm shoot, we're shooting video with lights and people see those cameras and they say, are these film cameras <laughs> for video? I'm like, well, yeah. are, it doesn't really work that way, but, but no, but but overall, um, we do one frame per second. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it definitely does have, some very interesting video features, right? So, um, I'm still, we bare, you know, we're just now upgrading to 4K in a lot of our commercial work um, because it hasn't always been needed, believe it or not. So, I'm still experimenting, like, how am I going to use 6.2? And now that this K, now that this one goes up to 8K, mm. um, I don't know. I mean, it's exciting but, to think about how you could use it, but yeah, definitely some some interesting uh, benefits. But Jared, I, I do have a question. So, so I'm thinking, yeah. 8K is the double the resolution of 4K. Yes. Um, so I guess you could crop in, right? So if you have a 4K yeah. timeline oh. or even a 1080 timeline, you can mm-hmm. crop in like for days, right? To do some absolutely, interesting, yeah. So, okay. so we do a lot of interviews. That was not how I got started in the video game, but probably probably 80% of the video commercial work we're doing is now interviews where we're using, you know, an eight, you know, th- maybe two at minimum to three cameras. So, you know, we do a lot of cropping in post depending hmm. on reframing. So, I uh, yeah, I mean, you yes, you can crop in a whole lot. In fact, the guys from DP Review kind of did a video, a little first impressions, and they demonstrate the, the gentleman uh, shoots towards the end of the video, has an 8K clip, and he shows how he keeps cropping into reframe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yes, you can crop in a whole lot, my friend. <laughs> a whole lot for video. So, again, we try to get it all set up in camera, on location, right? But there's been many occasions where we needed to act like we have more camera angles and you can kind of trick the customer by punching in. And if you're shooting AK, that will definitely not be a problem. Just, just make sure you have enough storage storage. Yes. (laughs) Capabilities. Um, God. And then the, the file formats, like the, the pro res, the, um, the, the other raw, versions of the, o- I know ProRes. Yeah. <laughs> um, how how do you typically uh shoot yeah well you use raw raw footage um like how how I'm curious like how one project how how many uh gigabytes does that encompass? 
Well, you know, we're still learning. Like I said, we've shot thousands of videos and they've all been on Fujifilms. So yeah. we haven't been able to do it because Fujifilm didn't have that, right? So um, we're still learning and experimenting. We are – one thing I'm really enjoying is um, – Mark, you know, I do a lot on TikTok um, and put out a lot of video content there. So the one thing that I've already started to test and I am enjoying is shooting, even for my clients, because uh, we'll we'll turn out a lot of their videos. You know, we'll make maybe it's a five minute interview, but then we'll chop it up into micro content for later on by by using the, the open gate or using the full sensor readout. We have more vertical width so yeah when we want to crop uh even even if we are shooting horizontally we have more room at the top and the bottom to crop for those vertical videos and that's one thing that i am like i mean i will be shooting probably all our videos with the full sensor readout that's awesome um i that took me a while to to not i mean didn't take me a while but it took me a minute to to imagine what that was like to picture it in my mind. And that is uh, a, a, a tremendous help in resolution and man, I, I, I am super excited. Yeah. To, I mean, to, and so it, we could still crop 16 by nine or horizontally like yeah. in post. We just don't, we're not doing it in camera. So we still have that. So uh, that's nice. It's really nice. And yeah, and I, man, the pixel shifting capability, that's, uh, that's another one that I absolutely cannot wait to try. Um, just recently I, I, I did a, um, a trip to the white mountains and I was able to, uh, do a few waterfall photos and I am waiting, hopefully within the next few days, I, I am going to get back uh, a print that I made. It's a 10 by 30 print, uh, a, a metallic print of a, of, of a waterfall. Uh, it's on my Instagram feed right now. I don't, I wasn't able to post the whole photo, but just the way the, 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 the waterfall colors were that like that little blue tint among the, the, the really emerald green background. It was, it, it was, it, it caught my attention and, and man, I would have loved to take that photo with this camera. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'm smart enough to know how that even works. What about you guys, Fred? How does this work? <laughs> A hundred and some I, megapixel image. <laughs> I tried it on the um, on the XH2S, and it was as simple as uh, activating the mode. <laughs> so, and then hitting the the shutter because it's just uh, taking uh, multiple shots and moving the sensor very subtly uh, by I don't know how many pixels, maybe one, uh, and it creates that massive file that you then uh, reconciliate in your editing software um it's pretty pretty straightforward to be honest i i was uh, surprised uh, myself that i was able to do it very uh, very easily so um and then it, again it's like having a it's like having a, a a mega sensor at your disposal but i wouldn't shoot anything that moves though 
because of course the, the you can't do anything moves because it's that. um it, it'll you, it'll distort like you won't get the full resolution exactly. there yeah yeah but for for landscape i guess it's a it's a new tool to uh, uh to your arsenal when you're when you're landscape photographer so that feature is available on the 2s it's available on the two for sure. I don't know if it's. Oh, I don't know uh, if you said it was on the two. Yeah, I'm testing too many Fujifilm cameras. Yeah, okay. Um, so I didn't catch <laughs> which one you were speaking of. So. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it on the? Is it on the S? Like, I'm, I'm uh, looking at the camera right now, and <laughs> I'm like <laughs> trying to shake it out. Yeah. Um. So, I, I know it also do it, uh, by the way, for the GFX system. So that's, that creates an even bigger file, but that's, that's for another show. Wow. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, GFX. I didn't even, I, I, I man, the, yes, the, the uh, quite, quite, quite large. Um, when I was trying out the GFX camera, I did not get a chance to, uh, do any kind of, uh, landscape photography with it unfortunately because it was just way too hot um i I could not find a uh time where i was able to do it and not get fried in the process (laughs) yeah um we'll have to do it another time um but uh Overall, um, so we all have been able to play with the XH2S. Uh, Jared, how long have you had yours for? I don't. I I probably got it maybe a little. When, when was the XH2 announced? Uh, the, do you know what? The, do you remember what day? It was uh, Thursday of last week. It's just um, I got it probably earlier in the week. I think maybe Monday it came in. So I've only had it coming on, you know, I've had it seven days shot with it a lot today. Um, Took the family to Disney world and uh, tried my, tried my stab at street photography at Disney world, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Um, but I, it just been using it as much as I could. And even, even in a week have shot a lot on it. So, but it's only been a week. Nice. And, uh, Fred, how long have you did you have uh, your S version? Yeah, I played with it for for uh, a month actually, so um, had a chance to get a my my hands on one uh, when it was literally I think it was the day of the release. I I forgot me too that like the exact date, but uh, yeah, played with it for uh, two, three three to four weeks. So yeah, I I am got my uh test version at the beginning of this month and i gotta say i i had no intention of uh buying this camera i i thought it was going to be just something that i tested just to kind of give my impressions and then i would you know pack it back up and you know send it back uh to to fujifilm uh but so far, I've tested it out on my dogs, um, which doesn't sound pleasant as I say it now. <laughs> um, and I was able to try it on a wedding uh, uh, this, this past weekend. And, and 
as I was getting everything ready, uh, this one little piece of detail uh, caught my attention that I completely failed to see when, when, when the XH2S was first announced. And that is the nostalgic neg film simulation uh, being a part of it. And like, for some reason, if, if it was mentioned, um, it, I, I, it completely fell on deaf ears for me. Uh, but being able to use that during a wedding on an X model camera, it was, it just like kind of gave me that little bit of spark. And the, this past weekend, uh, I, I like that film simulation just really, really shown. Um, I, I, I shot raw and I shot with, with that film simulation and wow, it just, it, it felt really good. It felt like it, I, I had that same satisfied outlook that I had with, with, with the GFX system the first time I, I was using it during a wedding and, and like, Oh my God. I was just so happy. It just, every photo looked like magic and had that great antiquity vibe without making it look antiquated. If that makes any sense. It just, just, just the colors were just so amazing. Um, and it helps that we're approaching fall, uh, I guess, but, uh, Like wow, I I totally missed the 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 film simulation, and um, after using this model, the the S model, uh, this past weekend, um, I have to say I am really considering getting the 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 XH two. Uh, as a camera, I'm not going to get the S model because I, I don't need the the beefy, um, the you know that 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 speed factor, but the the resolution I could absolutely use for portraiture. I can use it for pet photography, um, and I can you you know use. Uh, you don't want 40 the, frames a second. <laughs> yeah, I got to use that all the time. Actually, you know what? For pet photography, you yeah, just you might. Mean, there you go. Yeah, for an Australian shepherd. For but. an Australian shepherd, yeah. I, you know what? I actually might need that. <laughs> Good point. Um, no, but yeah, you're you're right there. The it would be nice to have for what you're shooting, definitely. And I only had one pissed off moment with with, with this camera, and it was entirely my fault. Um, I, I don't know if any of you have uh, had this happen, but um, ha- have you used an external flash on an X system and the flash wouldn't work? I haven't used flash on, on Fuji, so I... I've never used flash. <laughs> <laughs> so don't call me up for the flash episode, Mark. I don't know. I- I almost want to turn it into a game show. Um, <laughs> why isn't your flash working? 
because <laughs> it's the there are some settings that um all right let, let me let me to to feel the frustration have, have you guys changed your settings so that your fujifilm camera can be a webcam yes that I, that i've tried yes only on my xt4 and my xs10 okay and were you able to successfully do it on the first try no (laughs) (laughs) and so you had to go searching in the menus to see what the flipping hell you need to do to to make it happen that a couple youtube searches yeah (laughs) yeah like putting it onto film mode. No, that the, the obvious one isn't the right one. You have to put it at the stills. Then you have to put on the single and yeah, yeah. All the things that are counterintuitive. Yeah, that that's probably a yes. Look. <laughs> and so that's what it was like to to search for the setting the to to make the flash work. Like I, all I, I yeah, that would so, be frustrating. And so I had it set to uh, I, I had a just a regular trigger on, on the hot shoe. Um, and all I'm asking it to do is um, send the signal to fire the flash. You don't have to do any kind of calculation. There's, there's no TTL involved, just manual settings, fire the flash when I hit the shutter. And it was not doing it. Um, I, I looked at the, the flash setting and, the flash setting was set to off and I'm th- looking around and I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, I keep, you know, going through the other menu parts of the flash and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going up, I'm going down to, to, you know, is it the, the, you know, why am I not able to find certain things? And I'm, I'm doing web searches and it's not telling me anything. Um, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, I finally find something that will tell me that was telling me that if you have it in silent mode, your flash won't work. And I'm like, oh shit, I remember that with the XE2. Um, and so I go into the silent mode, try that, and couldn't find anything. Finally, finally, I went back into the stupid um flash setting and um. It was a, a counterintuitive thing. It was flash function setting, the sync terminal, and it was set to off. When I, you know, scrolled down, I went into TTL mode. That's grayed out. Zoom, grayed out. Angle, zoom it up. Finally, I just my my thumb accidentally rubbed against the the dial, and it was finally able to. Um, get it to work. Uh, it went from off to manual, and I was able to pick which curtain sync to sync it up to. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> it was and, just a, and that's why Jared and I don't shoot flash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. Yeah, I mean, um, if I was on the fence. <laughs> Not no, anymore. <laughs> people it ask, was just. I've had people ask me, you know, about flasher situation. Oh, I'm just. I'm a natural light photographer. Exactly. Basically, that just means 
<laughs> you can always say that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm like, I just want to know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, the most frustrating thing. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you figured it out. So I'll be calling you if I, if I yeah. need help setting it up. <laughs> yeah. Just that, that is the importance of, uh, menu design it, it, it is it, poor menu design will leave you stranded and that was not intuitive shame on you fuji <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean apart from that moment um it, it was just really good to use um it felt like you know, you know, I had it in aperture priority. Um, I, I, I was able to, you know, do everything just fine. It's it, I, man, I, I am on the fence. I, I don't know if I, I want to get this camera or not. Now it seems kind of silly to think that I would buy a camera for uh, a film simulation, but, that film simulation is real good, and for some reason that, that we don't know why, why on earth Fujifilm isn't sharing this film simulation now that we know it can be shared with an X series camera because their their prior excuse was I just uh, technology sensors and other magic they just we can't make it work and and, and now they can now, now so so what's their ex, what, what's their excuse now <laughs> have you used it fred um no to be honest today but was I'm, my today was yeah. my first day <laughs> how did that go it was fun like i said i we were at disney world today i live here in florida so i was testing it out i got i, I was you know what? I think it was just I was having fun using it. You know, usually I don't even use film simulations too much, but I did. I've been using them more recently, and today was just you know kind of fun. You know, and then easily transferring those JPEGs to my phone and posting a few. I don't do that enough, so maybe it's something I'll be doing more. Hmm. I'm telling you right now, nostalgic nag. Take a picture of your dog because your dog is gorgeous. Uh, oh, and yeah. it, 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 it'll change your life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had, like I said, it was, I really enjoyed using it today. I really did. So. Yeah. For me, the, the classic neg uh, was the one that I was really liking during summertime. Those, those vibrant greens and stuff. So. Uh, right. Yeah. I love, the one that I, I love I that one. This is yeah. almost opposite, you know, it's, yeah. so it's, it's, it was, <laughs> you know, I, I've used some of those, um, Living in Central Florida, we go to the parks a lot with my family. So I've that one didn't do so well at Disney World. It didn't portray the happiness and the colors and all that yes. stuff. But, Too much desaturation. <laughs> yeah, but I love that one for most of my personal work. It just it's yeah. a lot of fun, and I just enjoy the. This, I remember the first time using Nostalgic Nug, or the the one that you just mentioned. Classic um, Nug, yeah, yeah, Classic Nug, and I how much fun I had using it for the first time. I kind of experienced that the same today with this one so will i keep using it i don't know but it was fun today mark you were right 
Classic Neg does really good with a background that looks very stormy. Yes. Yes. I did that for a wedding where, where the clouds in the background were very ominous, and it just gave such great character to the to, to the photo. Um, the way the 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 foreground contrasted against the background, and that was it. That was the only time I was able to make it work. <laughs> um, so, so Mark, but, uh, I, I I dare you to deliver an entire wedding with Eterna Bleach Bypass. Try that. Oh, <laughs> yes and I, fred's That's, coming up with yeah. the challenges i love it yeah there you go we should have that every month deliver a client <laughs> with a new film sim and see how that goes <laughs> challenge accepted i <laughs> so here's what i'm gonna do i'm going to first of all I'll make sure I'm shooting raw. <laughs> yes, please, please, if you want to keep your business alive, yes. <laughs> if I want to keep my business alive, I'll shoot raw. Um, and I'm going to do bleach bypass. Um, I think there is a wedding I, I have this year that I could get get away with yeah. that. Okay. Um, I'm going to try it. Uh, and and we'll, we'll have to go, come back on the show to see how well I've done. Um but yeah, challenge accepted. But but it's just to see how, how spoiled we are with those Fujifilm cameras. I mean, we're there, you know, joking with FilmSim and, and stuff. But not only that, I mean, th- this Fuji X Wheatley uh, website where you can create a, my, my girlfriend shot a Portra 400 all summer long without having to spend 30 bucks a roll for the, you know, the, the film and the development and the scans and the negatives and so on. Um that's just crazy that you can do that with a little portable digital camera. There, there's no other, there's no other camera that does that. As much as I love full frame, other options, uh, they they don't they don't get you that film look. And I know it's a bit of a hype, and 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 uh, people are are using it as a way to do YouTube videos. But hey, it's true. It's it's film like. It's the closest thing you can have to shooting film. Absolutely, it's it's a lot of fun. It's um you're you're giving your photos that pre-production personality um i mean you're basically editing prior to uh the 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 actual moment and it's i mean you still have to take the photo well and and some it'll either work or it'll or it won't work it's 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 no different than uh, actual film. Some sometimes you pick the right one for the moment. Sometimes you didn't, and uh, yeah. it, it feels authentic. It feels it feels like you're uh, you're, you're doing more than just pixel shifting or 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 or, or, or anything like that. It, it it is it is really using your imagination to. Um, pick a mood, or or uh, you, you know, ju- just make something that just is so visually pleasing to the eye. Yeah, I'm curious to know, uh, Jared, any use of film sim and the video side? Because uh, you mentioned social media, yes. quick turnaround. So I guess Eterna. Like, what's Absolutely. what's your what's your So now? we use Eterna a lot, and something we've started using. 
we we have our turn. We were probably using a turn on seventy five percent, and then f log on the other twenty five, just depending on the video. And you know, it's important to know your camera and what it can do, so you can choose the settings for this situation or environment. But we were using a turn up. But I will tell you, we're now using probably fifty percent classic Chrome and video, and fifty percent. Mm. I mean, sorry. We're still probably using twenty five percent f log, right? Okay. But but we're splitting the remainder seventy five. We've been shooting more and more in classic Chrome, um, for a little more contrast, and the clients have been pleased. We're turning around projects quick without spending a lot of time color grading, and you know we're getting this the we're getting it right in camera. And yes, we have been using those two a lot. Um, I also do uh, some real estate videography and typically clients in that space, like a lot of saturation, they like (laughs) the, you know, the image to be brighter. So I have experienced using uh, the vivid one. Which one is that Mark? Is it Velvia? That's the vivid, which has more saturation. Um, And then just adjusting, um, you know, the, 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 for proper exposure for a little more brightness, uh, maybe less shadows, but yeah. So yes, to answer you, Fred, but we've been using mostly a Turna, but I will say in the last like three months, we've been using classic Chrome a lot. And have you dabbled into the, uh, F log two 14 plus stops of dynamic. No, haven't, haven't, no. haven't had a chance to yet. Um, we do living in Florida. We have a few clients who work exclusively outdoors. We have a, a, a great kayak tour company we work with on a regular basis. So a lot of shadows, a lot of bright, yeah. bright midday sun. So we definitely, I'm going to be getting out there with them. Uh, I think sometime this coming week and I'm going to be using it. I'm also going to really where we live near the ocean. Um, a lot of those tours, Mark feature a lot of wildlife. So I'm excited to test out some of those, the bird subject trackings. So, um, yeah, should be, should be a, a great week of experimenting. The bird tracking is really good. I, um, I was only, I mean, I, I only did it during, um, uh, when, when I took my family to the beach, uh, but the seagulls, no problem. <laughs> well, how was your hit? I mean, were you able to look at those images back and did they appear to be in focus when you were re- reviewing them in post? They were in focus, the birds. Yeah. Uh, were they good? No, because I am well, horrible at photographing no, birds. No, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I, I do have a, a good friend who's been using the camera and does a lot of bird wildlife. And while the LCD or the EVF shows that it's tracking the eyes of the birds, he was still with his photos getting a lot of miss hits. So yeah, it, it was showing that it was tracking, right? But he was still yep. having a lot of a lot of misses, so you know, just kind of waiting for updates or things like that to see how Fuji adjusts. I was just, but I haven't practiced it myself yet. So everyone's different, environments are different. But I just didn't know if you experienced that. I had a couple moments where the tracking left the bird, um, but as I followed the bird, uh, it still just kept the focal length in in place so uh, if, to my point of view 
it looked like the bird was still in focus, although who knows? Um, and, and, and then it was able to, uh, locked back on, um, and, and then I was able to continue with it. Uh-huh. Um, it's been very impressive so far, at least what I've seen on my LCD screen. So <laughs> I'm yeah. excited to, to get out there this week and test it. And and F-Log 2. So here we go. F-Log right 2, op- 6.2, open gate, all that stuff. We're going to put it through its paces right away. So you're buying new uh, CF cards. That's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> Unf- unfortunately. So. <laughs> Man, those things are expensive. Yeah. Well, and that puts the predicament for my other cameras. Like, depending on how I'm shooting and what I'm doing, like, do I need, like, do I really like these features? Um, because if my XT, if I have XT4s as my B cam and C cam, but I want those features, uh, we may have to make some changes. <laughs> so, but yes. Yeah. And it's not, you're right, Fred. It's not just the camera. It is. Yeah, everything that goes along with it. Now, hopefully, that's future proofing, and that's kind of maybe the direction we're going. But you never know. Um, with uh, you know, with with, with the final camera being uh released, um, Fujifilm officially doesn't have any uh, other cameras planned for. For, for this year, but rumor has it that we're still going to get another announcement uh, this year, and we can only guess, you know, which camera is coming up next. And according to some birds in trees, um, it's going to be the X-T5. Now, do you think, one, that that an XT5 is going to be announced uh, this year. Um, just just an announcement for a camera. It, it doesn't necessarily mean it'll be released anytime soon. But the, what, do you, what do you guys think of uh, a potential new camera being announced? A- and it being so close to the X-H2. Yeah, Fujifilm has a history of weird timings for <laughs> releasing cameras, to be honest. Remember the Next X- to the X-H2. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then X-T4, so, um, or X-T3. So, uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I so I, I wish it was the X-Pro4, uh, but that's my heart uh, speaking. My head is telling me, yes, X-T5, and uh, it's... Again, now a way of operating for, for Fujifilm, so trickling down those nice specs to other camera bodies. And, of course, the sensor that has to make its way through all the other uh, bodies that, that they have. So so for me, I think uh, X-T5, I, again, I, I would definitely prefer an X-Pro4, but I don't think it's one of those you know cameras where... They can plan on making money on it. So, and Fujifilm is still a business. At the end of the day, they need to make money. So X-T5 would be the dial version of an X-H2 and the smaller body factor. And also, um, you know, all, all the bells and whistles of the X-T series. 
So you would have two kind of two flagships. I think they like that notion of having two flagship cameras. Um, and again, depending on your, it becomes a preference, a personal preference. Just like when they had the X-H1 and the X-T3, you could decide on, or the X-T2, sorry, they could decide on the, the form factor and, and even the X-Pro if you wanted to go rangefinder style. So that same, uh, I would call it the um, trilogy, like we say in French, so, so, so trio of camera would would be, uh, would be make sense, I think, for the next move for Fujifilm. Do you, with the X-H2S and the non-S version, do you see that happening for the XT, uh, X the the the, the XT five? Like yeah, making I, an S version and oh, oh, like the S and the no, I I think it XT is like again uh, from the XT one to the XT five. It's it's you know yes, you can do very um, high end video shoots, but I I still like to think it's the the stills uh, uh you know version of the the body and. On the XH front, I mean, you've got, I mean, we were talking, you and I, Mark, uh, several months ago about having an, an XH that was video featured and, and that could please all those videographers and filmmakers. And, and we have it. So I, I don't yeah. I don't see the need to have a an XT5S. You know, I think now that 40 megapixel um, sensor that we're seeing in the XH2, I think that one is is going down the line and of xt and, and x pro but I, I i could be wrong but that's my that, that's my take on it hmm i just uh um, yeah that makes sense I, I was just curious to see how successful having the split model is because they could easily do the same for yeah. for for the xt version having one that's dominantly the 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 powerhouse and one that is really focused on speed um but then the only difference would be like the the body and the dials that would be the only difference between x i I don't know i'm I'm, and jared said it best i mean at some point you're looking at all those fujifilm cameras like which one am i picking up and and why you know like they're all the same sensor same processor same image quality at the end so uh, I understand the personal preference, but if they want to scale up as a business, uh, I don't know if they can afford to do all those variations of uh, of models. What do you think, Jared? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think they. It sounds it sounds like they learned and listened from the situation with the XH1, which was my first Fuji camera. Um. And then I immediately replaced it with an XT3, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I kept it for I kept it for maybe almost two years. Actually, ended up selling it to another XH1 shooter who needed another one. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it sounds like they learned their lesson a little bit. Uh, I I like that both of these cameras are drastically di- not drastically, but si- let's maybe significantly different. Like they have two different purposes, right? And then if they do come out with a XT5 soon, and if you want the dials and you want the retro look, and if you are more of a probably a, a photo first shooter, those cameras are going to be great for you. I'm curious if they do come out with an XT5, will they keep a flippy screen or will they go back to the tilt screen? Um, 
I'm a flippy screen guy, but you know what? When I'm just shooting photos, I like the tilt screen on my X-T3. So, you know, it's hard yes. to appease everybody, but I'm curious to see now that they have X, the new X-H2 line that is, you know, dedic- has a dedicated kind of video first camera. What will they do with the X-T? Uh, it's probably going to be beautiful and I'm probably going to want one, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm sure it's going to have, I'm sure it's going to be great for photo and video, you know? So if you are a shooter who likes the dials and you're a videographer and you want that look, it'll probably be just as capable as these, but maybe different, you know? So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I would, I would like the XT five to have the tilt screen again. That came in handy so many times. Yeah. So, I don't know. Final thoughts. Um, uh, Jared, you're definitely getting one. I know you have. <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm going to get the <laughs> XH2. Uh, I, I, and the fact that it's cheaper. I mean, I almost feel like, you know what? Uh, because we have hired some new videographers. Some of them don't have cameras. So, sometimes we buy them a camera or we pass down a camera, right. That we already have. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be something we consider. I mean, 500 bucks difference. That's the difference, right? I think it's about 2,500 and this one's two grand yep. about us. I mean, that's significant. I mean, depending on what your budget is or who you're working with, it's definitely going to be something we consider based off what I see that shooter doing, or, or maybe it'd be a reason for me to, passed down my xt4 and i get it so i don't know and will i get this camera i'm not 100 percent positive i do like it that we have good options yes i i am excited for that will i how about you fred yeah so yeah definitely I, i think jared said it best the price point is definitely something that they've managed to 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 go to market very aggressively because it sits there. I mean, speed, resolution, you can start comparing to like, I know it's full frame versus APS-C, but like the EOS R5, the Nikon Z9, Sony A1. I mean, this these this X-H2 is uh, as speedy and, and as good as those cameras. It becomes a, a question of preference. So at $2,000 or $2,500 with a 16 to 80, that's very aggressive. So I think it's it, it has a lot, uh, going for it. Will I get one? Um, to be honest, I have too many cameras, as you know, Mark, so <laughs> I might not <laughs> get a uh, an X-H2. I think for my hybrid and video slash photo needs, X-H2S makes more sense. Uh, but, um, but man, uh, I'm wishing for that X-Pro 4. That's that's the one I'm getting. I know it doesn't exist, but I'm, I'm going to s- still dream about it and, and buy it in my dreams. <laughs> You know what? Count me. I'll I'll be right behind you in line because that is also the camera that I want the most. Um, I had every, like I said before, I I had every intention of buying an X Pro 3 until I bought the X-T4. And that was mainly because the the price was better. Uh, And the, the price can, you know, you know, it, it convinced me. Uh, it was my dark side influence, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in in the end, it's 
that that's what did it. And, and, and now with this one, it's man, this, I mean, this it, is giving you that. I'll oh, go on. No, no, no. But I was about to say, give me that 40 megapixel sensor stabilized yeah. in an X pro four with a better battery life, man, this, this, this is going to make a, going to make a lot of people happy again because now that these days again the the, the performance there's no bad cameras out there i mean i, I used to yeah. review cameras uh seven years ago on youtube and i could spot you know major difference differences between panasonic and and fuji and and nikon and so on these days you pick up any freaking camera from any manufacturers they're all great they're all i mean oh, yes totally. you can sell Panasonic has a little bit less autofocus, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, there's no wrong choice. Then it's, it's again, we're spoiled as content creators, as, as photographers, as storytellers, because the, 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 the gear we use, it's very hard to pick a bad camera. So we're, we're there, you know, splitting hairs and talking about, is it focusing 0.0001 millisecond faster than the other guy yeah maybe maybe not but <laughs> it's it's just uh it's it's an exciting time to be um in in content creation i, I don't know if you feel the same jared but and if you work with y young and new filmmakers uh and content creators man these guys have it uh, a little bit uh, easier than us i i remember when i used to film videos with my d90 was it on the nikon front this thing couldn't autofocus on anything <laughs> in video. And, and I, I could not go past ISO 600 or 800. So, man, we've come a long way. So, again, I think I'm, I'm excited about the whole thing. But at the same time, I'm a bit like, huh, you know, let's just find and, and pick a, a, a camera body that you feel comfortable with. And the rest, the specs, I think we're there. I think we're there, there, there's, no, there's no wrong specs these days. You know what I mean? This new camera the xh2 will i feel will deliver a a taste a, a feeling of medium format without having to go medium format yeah um so if you want like that deep resolution feeling then playing with the 40 megapixels and then on top of that doing the pixel shifting that's going to be uh, very fun and appealing, um, and, and 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 then on top of that, the, the power behind uh, just the forty megapixels is going to be really nice. Uh, I am very curious to see uh, the RAWs and the JPEGs that come from that, uh, because if there is, I mean, if one thing is for certain, like any kind of grain that you're getting out of Fujifilm, it just for some reason adds character it doesn't take away from it um you you're, you're you're not calling it noise you're calling it film grain um which has been a very great benefit to them um I, man it is very tempting to to have this uh camera on my radar um but it is uh, i'm going to at the moment, wait and see, um, because uh, you know I'll wait till the end of the year to make a choice. Uh, if a new XT five is going to be announced, then you know I'll wait for that. Um, 
or, or God help us, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get lucky and it, it might be a, another X pro camera that that's, that, that would be cool. Um, but I'm going to wait and see, but man, it's tempting. It is. Yep. Especially. So, film so, so is the new, so is the new Fujifilm 56 1.2. I'm just throwing it out there, you know, WR now. Wow. <laughs> that, you know, that, so that's the other thing. Like they were saying, you know, the, the, the brand new lenses that we have right now, the, the 18, the 33, now the 56, uh, these are all really meant to shine on, on the, uh, on the X-H2. Um, whereas the X-H2S, they, they were mentioning the, 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 the zooms, um, I, just so real quick, I, I didn't have any, you know, the thoughts one way or the other on the the fifty six. But is that a lens you guys are going to be picking up? Go ahead, yeah, Brad. My, uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I made a video several years ago. It's on, it's on my YouTube. Um, the one lens that make me a better photographer. I still believe that the fifty six on the Fujifilm ecosystem is one of the best lens they've ever produced and they just made it better by uh, adding the weather resistance to it and the faster autofocus that thing was hard to focus and it made a lot of noise and it was not weather sealed so they just took again a a greatest hit and uh and made made it even better so for me it's a it's a definitely uh worthy upgrade and i will get it um and i have the 18 i finally uh Caved in, uh, Mark. Since we spoke, and uh, if that's a good mix, so eighteen and fifty-six, you're you can shoot a, wed- a whole wedding with that. <laughs> I'm oh sure. God, yeah. Um, I am. I am also going to get it. Um, I, I typically don't use the the fifty-six uh, during weddings, uh, but I do use it uh, considerably during uh, engagement sessions. Uh, yeah. I would love to use it during weddings, but typically, at least around here, I don't have the the room to take advantage of uh, what the 56 could do. Like a, a nice big open dance floor is very difficult in a rustic setting. And when the DJ has everybody come up onto the dance floor to surround the bride and groom, Suddenly, you, you have a little bit less real estate, a lot less real estate, and then that eighteen millimeter becomes very handy. And um, and then I ended up, if I want any kind of like background blur, um, I'll I'll fall back to the thirty three millimeter um, as my other lens. Um, also, you did get the thirty three also in the end, so you yeah. have the eighteen thirty three. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, those are my primary lenses for a wedding. Um, and, and if I can, uh, I'll use the uh, 90 millimeter um, uh, in, in addition um, if I need any kind of range. But I'm, man, for the longest time, I was debating whether I should get the Viltrox 56 yeah. until I saw this 56 millimeter. I'm like, nope, I'm, I can wait. 
I will save up my pennies. <laughs> well, again, they, they, they've proven that, uh, you know, autofocus, not an issue anymore, where they're yeah. sealing and a couple of other improvements. So I think, again, if, if you're planning on getting any newer body, Fujifilm bodies, might as well just go with the, the next gen of, of lenses because it can resolve way much detail on that 40 megapixel sensor and any new camera that they're going to come up with on, on the APS-C side. So I think it's a, it's a nice upgrade. But I'm, I'm interested to see, Jared, I, I'm, we're talking all photography here, but uh, I love my 18 for video. Is that is that a lens that you, you use also on your side? Uh, no, um, we have been, but speak, I haven't shot with the 56 at all. I have the, the 50 F1 and actually that's what I oh, used wow. all day. That's what I used all day today at Disney world. So in my Instagram, in my Instagram, your arms must be pumped. Uh, <laughs> oh, listen, listen. Alert of blurry background incoming, incoming. Yeah, blurry so background. I, I was having fun with it today. So you could kind of see, and that, those are all nostalgic nag with a few, just with some minor tweaks in Lightroom, but just on my phone. But, um, so I haven't ever used either of those lenses heard really good things or the original 56 heard amazing things about it. Never had a chance to use it. So, um, I'm going to look into it. I have a love hate relationship with the 50 F one. So I don't know. I'd like to, I'd be curious to see how they're different. Um, and, uh, as far as the 18, yeah, interested i kind of have that range covered uh for real estate i'm usually shooting with the you know the 8 to 16 fuji lens 2.8 um i've been testing that i have that new viltrox 13 f 1.4 and actually like that a lot (laughs) um yeah but uh um you know i don't know I mean, my main video lens, actual Fred, is a Sigma eighteen to thirty-five f one point eight. So, yeah. so I kind of have a lot that. of filmmakers. Using I have that. that yeah, I have that. I have that focal range kind of covered. So I haven't looked at it for myself personally. And the AF is uh, as good as a native lens, you would say on on the uh, Sigma. I would say a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Cool. Have you and ever on, tried those fringer adapter or fringer? Yeah, I that's what I use. Name. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. I have the original, and I have the original, and then I have the the Mark II, version two. Um, yeah, it works pretty amazing, and I've been using it literally since day one. So, I mean, oh, you know, going on five years with that setup on my Fuji cameras. So, been really happy with it. Cameras are nice. great. Let's get some better lenses for us video shooters, and we'll be rocking and rolling. But that's another, yeah. that's a different that, podcast. So that, that, that stepping, uh, that stepping exposure thing, it, it still does that, right? On the XH2S, I, did, I tried it at least with the lens I tried it with. I had that uh, stepping. I don't know how to describe it. Like, yeah, no. Um, well, they they made a huge adjustment to the XT4. It did that when it first came out, and they made adjustments to it, so it, it became much smoother. I haven't not experienced. I've been just. I think I've been full manual on my xh2s so but i there are a lot of situations and settings where i'm like half manual half auto when you know how to use them it's okay i teach my shooters that all the time when you know your camera it's okay you know you you could still be a videographer and (laughs) it'd be partially manual so um (laughs) i i haven't i haven't experienced it yet but uh like i said it's still pretty new so i know they fixed it on the xt4 it got a heck of a lot better as far as that like stepping so um, we'll see how it does on this one. Nice. Well, gentlemen, it was great 
having everybody back on talk cameras and um i think without a shadow of the doubt we're all picking one up one or two uh maybe three you know christmas is around the corner we can use it for gifts (laughs) um no but seriously it was uh I, I think this year was really exciting to see what what Fuji was able to make, where Fuji is going, and I, I, I think, man, like, like the, the the sky is the limit with with uh, what they're able to do now. And uh, if if this is a camera that uh, that whether it's the S or or the uh, the XH2 uh, Prime, um, it, it's you're not going to be disappointed. Um, I, I can't wait to get a hold of it. I, I can't wait to give it a go. And you know, with, with fall just around the corner, and, and you know, potentially winter, you know, I would love to give this a try uh, and uh, be able to use this against like some really harsh new england shadows uh for landscape photography um man it's a beast and 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 i love it and uh if this is a sign of things to come for future cameras like i think what this has shown is that you know we we've We've reached that threshold of you know, you like like you were saying, Fred. You know, you know every camera is great, but now we're really getting to see what kind of imagination Fuji will have to to make the cameras that much better. And here here's the technology that we have, and what can we do with it? You know, here's what we could do with the color science. Here's what we could do with the pixel shifting. Here's what we could do with, you know, the, the IBIS and end result is going to be great video, great stills. And, uh, it's just going to make things that much prettier. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Cool. Well, Jared, why don't you tell the world where they could find you on the web, man? Oh, well, thank you, Mark. Uh, just Fred, wonderful chatting with you, getting to, to meet you. Uh, I think it's the fun thing about these podcasts. I'm so honored to be invited, but I've been able to meet and have conversations with new people, make new friendships. And uh, so I uh, just want to say thanks for this, Mark, and having me. And if you are interested in seeing uh, me or some of my work, uh, you can visit me on Instagram at Jared Quackenbush or right now doing a lot of work on TikTok at Jared underscore Quackenbush because somebody already took my name. I don't know how that works, but, uh, <laughs> but no, um, yeah, put a, uh, put out a lot of, a lot of Fuji content and just try to add value, help those, uh, who want to learn more about videography and social media. So thank you guys. And how about you, Fred? Yes, and uh, I uh, I agree with uh, with Jared. Very very cool to be chatting with uh, with you, Jared. Discovering your work, uh, we just connected. I saw on Thank you. Instagram. So, Fred Ranger, uh, if you want to follow my work, 
but I will actually drive you to my website because I'm trying to um, explore other ways to connect with people. As much as I love Instagram, uh, I would love uh, for us to have a conversation through my newsletter. So just hit fredranger.com and you'll see uh, a lot of the work I've been producing lately. And of course, of course, Mark, the video side of Fuji Love with the Fuji Love Conversations, there's a bunch of interviews with your favorite Fuji shooters, and uh, that's on YouTube on the Fuji Mag or Fuji Love Magazine uh, channel. So that's that's where you can uh, see uh, some of the stuff I do. Right on. And uh, gentlemen, we'll do this again next time. Uh, they, 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 they announce a new camera. Um, and, X-Pro uh, 4. Sorry, sorry, I had to say it. <laughs> okay, you know what? Let's put money down on this. Uh, okay, or, okay. By, by, by money, I mean uh, uh, fake currency here. Um, I do you do you think it's going to be an X Pro Four? Yes, I'm putting all my Fuji coin uh, onto an X Pro Four. Oh God, that's a lot of Fuji coin. <laughs> yes, I, I could I could really <laughs> use some. You know what? Um, I'm going to okay. Um. I will say this, um, whatever, if it's a X pro four, I'm saying that the flippy screen on it is going to be, um, attached at the base. It's going to be able to hide itself like it was in the past, Hmm. but you're going to be able to flip it down. Look at the screen like you can now turn it around and flip it back up so that you have a permanent LCD oh, screen like to show. Yeah. Like the X, X100V. Okay. Yes. But yeah, attached yeah, yeah. to the bottom. Okay. Okay. That's an interesting design. I think that's what it's going to be. And if it's, uh, if it's XT5, it's going to be um, the, 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 the normal flip out screen like on the xt3 i think they're they're going back so that's my prediction the the bet is on let's uh let's follow the trend how about you jared what (laughs) (laughs) can i shoot video with it no i think they're beautiful cameras i really do so uh i've never had the opportunity to shoot with one but i will be watching and no no predictions Oh, I don't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. You know what? I, my prediction is I'm going to enjoy. Uh, I'm going to enjoy seeing the the reveal and whatever they come out with. It'll be nice seeing all the feedback from everybody. So, see, Jared is smarter. Jared is the the smarter one. He's just like, nope. no, oh. <laughs> I'm dub- I'm doubling down on my pre- uh, on my coins and, and saying that Jared's not going to enjoy the next one. He's going to be disappointed. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, maybe it may make a nice decoration on my desk. I don't know. There are beautiful. So. <laughs> <But> right <on. laughs> All right, guys. It's been great. And uh, yep, we'll, we'll, we'll see everybody next time. And uh, uh, enjoy your shooting. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you on the internet. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs>